Ain't this what they've been waiting for? You ready? Welcome back to the Youth Podcast. My name is Tosh Francois, and today I'm here with a really good friend of mine. His name is Gian Carlo Silva. You want to say what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, really happy to be here. So first off, I want to apologize about last week. Uh, life caught up to me, and I didn't have time to schedule a podcast. But I guarantee you, this week's is going to be 100% worth it. So... Today, we are going to talk about why do more? What is the importance of doing more? Um, and since we're the youth, I always like to start off with where it kind of starts. So do you want to start? Yeah, I can start off. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, my name's John Carlo. Uh, I am 20 years old. I'm from outside of Charlotte. Um, I'm a criminal justice major. Um, I'm in ROTC with Taj. I don't know if he's ever brought that up, but um, yeah, me and Taj are really good friends. Met last year and told me about his podcast, and I was really excited whenever he invited me. So, um, start off, I think we could talk about uh, just where does the why do more question begin? Come up? Yeah, where does it begin? Um, I think it really begins just with your parents and your family. As you're growing up, uh, I feel like a big thing that parents do is like give you like assignments, like almost like chores. Yeah, definitely. So they'll have you clean your room, you know, clean your bed. Things that you think are necessities right now that you should do as an adult, they kind of like throw it at you right now and have chores. Um, I feel like that's a big thing in developing like why do more because that's like the bare minimum. And I know when I was like younger, I was just like, honestly, why do I need to make my bed if I'm just gonna get back into it? You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. uh, it's my room, it's my personal space, <laughs> like whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, what about you? But I think I think another thing that you could say, cause I like, I like what you said about chores, but also they like to put us in, in an almost busy schedule. They'll get us involved, whether if it's, if you're in a church group, if you're in a church youth group, if you're playing a sport, um, setting up quote unquote, like play dates with your friends. It's like almost getting you in a schedule of being busy but also being devil's advocate like not everyone has those type of parents right right? not everyone has parents that are proactive about like what their kids are doing so often I think kids are just kind of let loose and not really put on like a metaphorical leash like um what our parents did to us when we were younger right yeah right so I think that kind of sets up a developmental difference between um, kids that are are more motivated to do things like you said chores keeping them kind of on task doing things versus kids that you know just play games all day because they're given an an Xbox I mean when we were younger it was like the GameCube what was it Nintendo 64 PS2 dude I played that PS3 man (laughs) Call of Duty all day like honestly Kind of sad how much Call of Duty I played in middle school. Yeah. But, um, you talking about that, how our parents like get us involved with sports and everything else. I think the big word mm-hmm. that should be for uh, this episode is goals. 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 Okay. I think we should just highlight that goals. Okay. Um, okay. So goals. Um, goals are part of the purpose of doing more. Doing more is to... Uh, put yourself in a cycle or in a situation to where you can overcome it, get through it, 
hopefully learn something from it and then reach a goal which leads you to doing other things right. yes right. yeah so our parents putting us uh, at that really young age still kind of focusing on that elementary school age whether it's gymnastics uh soccer um making sure you do your homework on time like doing things like that kind of puts us in the cycle so we we get so used to it that we can branch out and do other things right so at that young age you know I I know I played a lot of sports so I got to pick and choose what sports I like which led me to pursuing them so like I played lacrosse and soccer when I was really young and I also played baseball for a year realized I hated it um, and I moved on and then I really started taking lacrosse seriously and then oh wait my friend on the lacrosse team is also in Boy Scouts so I did Boy Scouts for like two years right. realized I like that and then all these things kind of start to, to build upon each other which leads you to creating interests to making sure you're not bored like yeah. making sure you're healthy but that's values yeah. yeah but those are all things that we don't really think about as as a kid would you agree yeah yeah i didn't think about that yeah i wanted to be a astronaut you know you know big big goals um, yeah but i think for um i don't know you still had stuff going on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so graduating from that younger stage, now it's in middle school, and now we're starting to have a grasp on, like, what we're doing in life, right? We start to come up with goals that are that are a little bit more um, graspable, yes? Yeah. Like, a little bit more Tainable. in reach, yes. Yeah. Like, start things that we're starting to, to actually think about. You know, you hit your big topics like doctors, nurse, um, engineer, professional athlete. That's that's middle school because we're still mm-hmm. in that stage of trying to figure out where we're going to go. Right. Like, I know when I was in eighth grade, one of my English teacher told me to write, like, exactly what I wanted to do. And obviously, I didn't have any, like, true recollection of, like, what my abilities are to figure yeah. out where I wanted to go. But I could also put it on the paper because my dreams and goals are starting to form because I'm doing a lot, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I definitely started realizing what I was good at, my skills, uh, what I really wanted to do. Yeah. Definitely high school. Yeah. High school is when it hit me. Um, I I knew that I wanted to follow uh, the army route. I wanted to uh, be that cool duty honor country, you know, mm-hmm. be a soldier. Um, did you know what you wanted to be in high school? So high school, I I actually really wanted to, to start pushing the medical route because my sister, um, when she was about 18, month, 18 months years old, um, she got diagnosed with bilateral lymph cancer, which is she pretty much had a tumor in both her kidneys. And after seeing, you know, how much pain such a young girl could could go through, it was kind of like, okay, I need to do something in the medical field because I don't like seeing people hurt like this. And I think life throws you curveballs, which lead you to doing other things as well, definitely, because like, if if I never had if I never got hit by like what my sister went through, I probably would still be thinking about doing something in engineering. But also, you know. At the time, I was still doing all these things to work up to engineering, and like I said, life threw a curveball, and it changed exact everything I wanted to do. Right. Right. So, um, I think doing more at that age can help you progress, but it also could almost help uh, cause you to digress because you're not pushing what you truly are going to eventually become. I don't know if you believe in that. 
I mean, I do. I feel like development can go like, you know, kind of forward backwards, like forward as in keep building yourself up and then maybe say like like a like a like a like a building like you keep building it up yeah but then you see something else and could be better so you start like tearing it down a little yeah. bit but in the end you still have that beautiful building you know exactly your eiffel tower Ooh, i like that yeah you know yeah <laughs> yes so so you get out of high school now where we're at right now doing more as a college student um so definitely I can tell you right now, I was not that mature in high school. I, uh, I was oh, Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think anyone really is mature in high school. It's yeah. not until uh, you start, you graduate and you start thinking, oh man, like I need to actually start coming up with a plan. You start doing stuff. Start applying to colleges. Doing more. Yeah, do, doing more. Yeah. Doing more. Applying to colleges. Um, if college isn't around, uh, your technical schools or enlisting. Community or, college. Yeah, or honestly, just going straight into the workforce. Uh, uh, you start have to doing more for yourself. And it's almost like your goals and everything you've all your aspirations start coming together and you have to start making a plan. Yeah, but that's also why you need to do more because mm-hmm. you need to be prepared for yeah. the independent lifestyle. I know people right now that are still being babied in college and you know their parents try to come here as often as they can. All they do is cry to their mommies and daddies about like what's going on, like all that stuff. Whether even if, it, if it's money, if it's, uh, you know, setting up your future all those things you have to do more because that's what the adult life consists of is literally doing everything you can in your power to live the best life you can right right and it's kind of like right now we're in that that preparation that process to work up to that life and that's why we need to do more and that's also why you can't sit on your ass all day and and not do anything like i know kids also that just sit in their rooms and just play games all day and they're doing what they want but is it what they should be doing right i think that's also a big for sure yeah yeah big thing um i know before we started this episode we were talking about just brainstorming some ideas for our why do more topic yeah and you, you had an idea for why do more for yourself. Yes. And I was kind of going a different direction. Why do more for others? Yes. You know, because yourself is just as important. But, I mean, your circle, just like you said, some people don't have uh, those, those figures in their lives mm-hmm. to really push you to do more. Um, so they're, you know, struggling on their path of life. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome if like an individual can help someone else appear. Do you want to do you want to kind of show your story and summarize it like what you were telling about me before? Yeah, yeah, I can bring that up. Um so the other day uh I'm in this club and this kid just wasn't really showing up. Um I would contact him and just had, you know, some excuses, uh family issues, understandable, completely understandable. But then it got to um, other things like I, uh, you know, just really tired or I didn't know that we had, you know, a meeting. And so I kind of let him have it. I was like, hey, you really need to start showing up if you wanted to be serious about this. And he's just said, all right. 
Now, moving fast forward a couple days, I, I text him. I'm like, hey, man, is your situation going all right? Um, is everything getting better? Replies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for reaching out. Um, everything's fine. All right. That's where I left the conversation. But that night, I wake up to this huge paragraph where this guy is just unloading like his burden to me. You know, talking about his family issues are actually bigger than like he was really uh, perceiving, and that he just hasn't been sleeping enough. And Grant, like, he, he's a freshman in college, yeah. so there was just so much going on in his life. And he was like, "Dude, honestly, you reaching out meant so much to me, and I I would love to just talk." And I was like, "Yeah, of course I can do that. Like, I would love to meet up with you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe that." There's so much burden in an individual's life that, I mean, I feel like there's so many people in the world we can just kind of share that burden amongst each other. Everybody has their pain. Yeah. Everybody has their pain. Everybody has their burdens. Everybody gets tired for their own reasons, but also everyone gets up in the morning for a reason. And you got to make sure you're getting up in the morning for that right reason. And if you feel like you're in a, a part of your life where you just can't get out or you, like you, you're going through so much that you can't deal with it anymore. And that that leads to other things that just cause you to go down and down and down and dig a deeper and deeper hole. And that's why you need people like Giancarlo. That's why I want you to listen to this podcast more because I feel like living in this world there are so many things that just get in the way there's so many distractions there's so many hurdles especially whether if it's life throwing it at you or just the world saying no and that's why we need people to to comfort us that's why you have to do more as a person not only for yourself but also for other people because other people are necessary and you are necessary for other people yeah Yeah. also to like just think about this the reason i told this story and why you should do more is yeah like everybody's struggling and it only took two minutes to just say is everything all right is your situation all right yeah and it made a huge difference It, it went a long way you know yeah there was there was a cadet in our battalion actually last year for for ROTC so if you don't know what a battalion is it's pretty much our collective as ROTC cadets mm-hmm. who meet up at PT yada yada yada, yada. We do things together um, and he took his life and no one knew who he was yeah no one knew and it's because I'm sure there was no one that reached out to him and said like hey is there a problem going on and it sucks so much that that happens every day. Yeah, I think the big thing is everybody has this idea that, um, oh, like whenever you want to go talk to a stranger, you're just like, uh, I don't really want to talk to him. Uh, he's probably going to think I'm a weirdo or he's probably just going to like, you know, diss me off or whatever. But I I mean, for, at least for me, yeah. if just some random person said hey to me or asked me what my name was or yeah. how my day was, I don't have to know this guy. But just the idea of them like taking that courteous like gesture yeah. goes a long way. Like I, I'll still think about it. I was like, wow, that guy was really nice. He really, you know, seemed genuine about it. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be like the bystander, you know do something when no one's watching type of thing 
it can also be like if there's someone that's really close to you and you know they're going through something like do something out of your way that is going to to make them feel better like uh, even it doesn't even have to be like a serious problem like if they're sick like go buy them a can of soup and show up at their door and be like hey like I was thinking yeah. about you like for sure yeah soup like there's even a club on campus that's called see you smile and literally they go on library bridge which is pretty much the epicenter of our campus where everyone walks pretty much every day and all they do is hand out high fives and candy and that's the whole purpose of the club and you know if there's anything like that that you can be a part of do that like do more in that way but also you don't even have to be in a club for it like Gian said earlier like just go and talk to someone random and ask them how their day was hold the door like there's just common courtesies we can do as human beings that yeah that help um so Taj I was actually so I, I'm a pretty. I'm a, I consider myself a Christian. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I believe in God, and lately I've just been struggling with like my own faith. I just I just wanted to bring this up. I know, just total like 180. But um, <laughs> you could. Uh, I just haven't been reading my Bible lately. Uh, I, uh, I I I used to be a young life leader, but mm-hmm. I I dropped just because the the time commitment and I was involved with ROTC and then like I do a little bit of cheer you know (laughs) but (laughs) uh, this year I uh, such a big there's so much going on in my life that I just needed to take a step back and one of the things I realized especially over the summer was I was really struggling with my faith and so I decided to open up my bible you know and I started reading through the gospels and I ended up at at Matthew Mm-hmm. You've probably heard the story, but of uh, Jesus feeding the five thousand. Yeah. So, for those that don't know the story, um, Jesus, at this time, he has grown a following of like thousands of people, the five thousand, and he was traveling around with his apostles, and they decided they wanted to stop, and they were resting for a brief moment. Well, in that time, the apostles go up to Jesus and they said, Jesus, we only have um, so many loaves of bread and so many like fishes. Like it was like a low number. It was like seven baskets of bread and then like four um, baskets of fishes. And he was pretty much saying, we we have to tell these people to go. We can't feed them. Like we have to like think about ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, oh, why even say that? Pretty much. He yeah. was like, don't tell my people to go away. Like, yeah. you go feed them. Like, you give them what we have, and you'll see that everything will work out. Be and fine. so Apostle's like, all right, Jesus. I mean. Uh, you are the goat. Yeah, you you are the goat. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do what you say, but I think you're kind of crazy right now. Yeah. So they go, and they start feeding the thousands, and they start realizing, wait. We still have so many amounts of bread and fish. Like, we might actually be able to feed the thousands. And, dude, Jesus made this huge miracle of being able to feed thousands of people with so many loaves of bread. And now you're probably thinking, like, you know, why is Giancarlo talking about this? Well, the big thing I wanted to emphasize was Jesus said, you go feed them. Yeah. He was like, why are you telling them to go out and push them away when you can do more yeah like we have the resources i promise you like i'm the goat yeah (laughs) i i have the resources you just go do it you take care of 
your neighbor yeah pretty much and that's that's what i wanted to highlight was that you can do more you're just deciding not to mm-hmm so, I don't know what that your was, thoughts on that. No, no, that was, yeah, yeah heck yeah. The, always yeah. do things for your neighbor. Do things for your friends. Do more for other people. But at the same time, also keep in mind, like, do more for yourself as well. Like, for sure. You have to do more in every aspect to where you are making, making something of yourself. What I always say is, actually, I learned about this today. There was um, this... Uh, I think he was a German empiricist, which is pretty much something in psychology where he um, makes experiments, yada, yada, yada. But he came up with the idea that when you were born, you are born a blank page. Yeah. And when you learn and you go throughout life, you add to that page. And my take on that is everyone has their own, their name is their, is their, is their word. And you have to create a definition for yourself, right? So what are you gonna do to add to that definition that's gonna make the word even better? Like you want your name to, to sound good. Like you want someone to take the meaning of your name and take it somewhere that is good, that is wholesome, that is just something that's positive, right? And doing things for yourself and doing things for other people just adds to that definition. And I think that's the goal in life is to make your definition the best it can be. So do whatever it takes, do more, right? course that's man. that's the goal that is the goal um so putting a cap on it why do more why do more i think the biggest thing that me and taj are trying to say with why do more is because when you're doing more you're also doing more for yourself facts <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this week's episode my name is taj francois and you're listening to the youth <laughs>